have been learning this whole week, reading the book of Exodus. People of God, it's not miracles that will make you be rooted in the word of God. Come on, somebody. It's not prophecy that will make you be rooted in the word of God. It's your personal will submitted to the will of God Almighty. It's a choice. It's a decision from the heart to trust God. Hallelujah. They saw God in action. I'm looking from Exodus chapter 13 going forward. They saw the hand of God. I call it the wilderness experience, the time we are living right now. It's called wilderness experience. This is why I chose to go to Exodus. Just to remind you, my brothers and sisters, wilderness is a dry place. Wilderness <laughs> It's a place where there is no water. It's not easily accessible. It's not easily available. Even to walk in that sand, it's a challenge. Wilderness. You have to learn how to walk in the sand. To those who have been to the beaches, they will testify to what I'm saying. You don't walk like you're walking on this carpet. You have to have a way of walking. So that you are able to pull out the next leg and move forward. You got to have a way of surviving. It means when you go into the wilderness, you don't just go with nothing. You need to have a backpack. You need to have something with you. You need to carry something with you as you walk into the wilderness. If you find water, you don't play games. You refill the bottle one more time. Because you will need it. For the journey is too long. For the journey is too long. But we don't know when we're going to come out of this wilderness. It's an experience that the church is going through. Who will remain standing? When he comes, will he find faith in the church? Will he find faith among us believers? Are we being shaken and moved? Because it might be a wilderness experience we are going through. Not understanding what is coming. Tomorrow is this. Tomorrow we are praying for, the, uh, for our immigrants. We have no purpose. Tomorrow we are praying for our students who don't know where to go. Tomorrow we are praying for those uh, who are saying you got to do this. Tomorrow we are praying uh, uh, COVID. Uh, tomorrow we are praying for those in the intensive care unit. It's a time of wilderness. It's a time of wilderness. You need to have your own backpack. What is the backpack of faith? That justice shall live. That justice shall live by faith. You see, one thing that God did in Exodus 18, as we read, when God chose to let his people go and worship him, God didn't lead them on the road that made sense to them. 
It was not a road that made sense to them. It didn't make sense. We hear from Bible scholars there was a short way that God should have just used to take them from there to the promised land. But the Bible in Exodus 13, it tells us that though the path was the shorter one, was right there, which was the, uh, through the Philistine country. God said, if they, on verse 17 of Exodus 13 on verse 17, the Bible says, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So he led them around the desert over the red, towards the Red Sea. As they were moving, I want you to understand whatever is happening God is in it. God is present. God is leading you. God is beside you. God is ahead of you. He's moving with you. You are not alone. He led them. They did not just find themselves there. They were led by God. If we have trust in God, you need to understand whatever you do. The Bible says, I will go ahead of you. I will go before you. I will show you the way you should go. He will lead you. He will show you the way that you should go. So he led them around the desert road over towards the Red Sea. It was hot. It was dry. It was barren wasteland. The sea looming off in the distance. You can hear the children of God fear rising within them. Yet this was just the beginning of the journey. We can hear grumbling. We can hear people complaining. We can hear people murmuring. We can hear the children of Israel raising their voices, not in the right way. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And they thought they were raising their voices towards Moses. Pastor, we are in trouble. But the good thing is that the Lord has assured you and me. He said they are not grumbling to you, but to me directly. Let's listen, listen, church. It's not pastor. It is the Lord leading us this direction. You and me, we are part of the journey. It's not the pastor. You and me, we are part of this equation with God. We will come through because he's ahead of us. It was difficult for the children of Israel to make head and tail of what was happening. God had promised them a beautiful land flowing with milk and honey. Ha! Ah, how can we have COVID before rapture? Ay, 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 ay. How can it happen before rapture? How can we live during the time of difficulty? Yet the Bible says rapture is coming. Ah! I need rapture to come like yesterday. I want to escape. But why are we still here? There is an assignment to be fulfilled. The road may look longer, brothers and sisters. God's agenda is our agenda this morning. The assignment has got to be fulfilled before rapture takes place. Before the second coming of Christ, we got an assignment to partner with the Lord. During this difficult time, he's ahead of us. Maybe there's somebody 
who says, I've been praying for something. It seems to be taking too long. Let me announce to you that though it may tarry, but God will not disappoint hope. God will not disappoint hope. Stop complaining. Stop murmuring against your God. Raise a voice of worship. Raise a voice of gratitude. Stand like the one given authority. Stand before the enemy and declare the word of God. What he has given to you. This is the time to make sure you are loaded with the word. We cannot comfort the world with empty words. The world needs the word. The world needs Jesus. The world needs Jesus. Jesus is the word. We got to stand like those equipped to speak the word to the world. Lift Jesus to the world. The world is waiting for him. We got an assignment. That's why he's not just coming and taking us. We got to partner with God. It doesn't matter. The road is going to take us. I want you to know God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Our God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Why can't you be grateful to him? Even in this COVID, we have not lost one of our church members. We have not lost one of our family members. Not that we are being boastful, but we are looking for something to give glory. Glory to the God who did those so that you'll be able to have a heart of understanding what our brothers and sisters are going through. And God wants you to go and comfort them. God wants you to go and speak the word. God wants you to go and release healing. God needs you to speak to call somebody release healing. He has to make a way in this difficult situation for other people struggling. And you are the hand of God. You are the mouth of God. You are the feet of God. He cannot do it without you. He needs you to partner with him during this wilderness journey. Hallelujah. As the Israelites got closer to the sea, they must have looked bigger. They saw how bigger the sea was. They saw how deeper the sea was. Their eyes focused on the problem. They forgot about the bigness of their God. But God didn't forget about them. He split the sea into two. And he allowed them to cross. The fact that you are okay in this COVID. He has split the sea for you. So that you can know he is your protector. He is your defender. He is your shelter. Your refuge. Your strong tower. He is with you. And he will not leave you. You are going to go through. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. The Bible says in Timothy 1, 7, God did not give us the spirit of fear. He gave us the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. We are not afraid of the enemy. We know we are all covered. We take refuge in the blood of Jesus. We take cover in the blood of Jesus. It is no longer I that liveth, but Christ liveth in me. As I walk in that word to all the health workers, as you walk in that word, you need to know why he parted the Red Sea for you. Come on, somebody. 
you need to know why the Lord has parted the road sea for you to cross. He needs your hand to touch the sick. He needs your mouth to release healing and bring hope to those affected during this time. Don't say, I have crossed like the children of Israel. They would cross and rejoice for a minute. After 10 minutes, they begin again to murmur, again and complain, again to the same God. Why did you deliver us? We need to have trust in this God. We need to be rooted. God had rescued these people and led them straight through the biggest obstacle they had ever encountered in their lives. And that was just at the beginning of his miracles. He kept on doing more. Even in the way he was leading them, it doesn't seem like it made sense. It doesn't seem like it made sense. We are surrounded. Ay, 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 ay. We are surrounded, but we're not going to get crushed. We are surrounded, but we are not going to back up. Even if we go among it, we are not going to back up. He is with us. It's your faith. It's how much you trust in God. Oh yeah, if you've got doubt in your heart, yes, you allow the devil to take advantage. But trusting in God, it means to live or to, to die. I got confidence. I got this trust in him. I don't have plan A. I, I don't have two. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying things are not going to come. But even in the midst of those situations, you still have to trust God. To live or to die, I trust you. I trust you, God. I choose to trust you. I will not complain. I will not murmur. I will not complain against God. We have seen God doing it, brothers and sisters. The days we are living, even the people of faith will walk away from it. I am telling you, they'll join the world and become one with the world. They will be afraid just like the world. And Jesus is looking, do I still have any? Do I have the remnant among my people? Do I have the remnant among the body of Christ? Do I still have those who are saying we are ready? We are still here to face the giant. Do I still have the Davids who are still saying, David, we are going to pull down this uncircumcised Philistine who will still go in the battle and stand eyeball and eyeball to the devil and say no weapon fashioned against my family shall prosper we will stand before the enemy and say I deny you access in my house I deny you access in my workplace I deny you devil you got the power you have it in you Jesus transferred the power to you what are you doing with the power transferred to you God is looking for people like Joshua and Caleb who will stand tall to tall and they will say, yes, we went there. We saw the giants. Uh-huh, the giants are there. We saw the giants. But we shall go and possess the land. Come on, somebody. We shall go and possess the land. God does not do it for you so that you may show off to the world. He, do, he does it for his name's sake. God does everything to protect his reputation. Yes. 
<laughs> Daniel knew that if they put me in the den of lion, my spring split by the lions. This is the kind of faith I'm talking about. I'm talking about stubborn faith. Stubborn faith that realizes it's not about me. That's why I said the issue is not about pastor. It's about you and your God. Because you are the one who stays in that house. Pastor is not there. You got to have this stubborn and shaken, unshakable, unmoved faith, unwavering faith. When you sit down, you need to sit in confidence, knowing that the same way you do in the plane you sleep, in the plane you have got confidence, in the pilot, a human being, a human hand, but you can sleep in the plane. You can actually go to the bathroom without worrying. You are believing the pilot knows what he's doing. Yet God said, I'm the creator of the pilot. He says I'm the creator of the plane. He says your life is in my hands. Do you believe? Do you believe? Why are you complaining? He has taken you this far. He has kept you this far. Do not complain and mama like the children of Israel. He went ahead of them. God was leading them day and night. During this time, Brothers and sisters, he is before us day and night. Hallelujah. He is before us day and night. The Lord is with us. The Lord goes ahead of us. The Lord is leading us. He will never leave us. Do you believe his promises? Do you believe the word of God? We are coming to a time where people believe parts of what God has said and they don't believe the realistic, the realistic, the real factors, the real, real, real factors that God has said in his word. When he says, I will go before you, do you believe you go before you? If he said, I'll come and have my abode in you, do you believe he is inside of you? I challenge you this morning, when you woke up every morning, every day, up to this day, God was within you. Was within you has never left. Do you believe he will not expose you? Do you believe he will not expose you? The enemy is not going to snatch you out of his hand. Who believes you are in the hands of the almighty God? He will not snatch me out of his hand. That's the confidence we have. We have nothing else except the Lord our God. Some trust in horses. Some trust in chariots. But we trust in the name of the Lord our God. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. The beginning and the end. He who knows the beginning and the end of our lives. He will not expose me to the will of the enemy. He promised the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, he who promised is faithful. He who promised is faithful. He who promised is faithful. Even if man will deny, God cannot deny himself because his name is faithful. Hallelujah. We may not see him in the pillar of cloud. You may not see him in the fire, but I was sent to assure you he is present. 
I have come to assure you he is there. When you go to work, he is there. When you move into that world where the people are in the ICU, he is there. He is there. He's saying, say something to this dying spirit. Say something. I'm so grateful. I had testimonies from some of our, our health workers in this church saying that when they went, they were actually asking people to receive Christ. That's the way to go. So the word. Preach the word in season and out of season. We had testimonies here from our health workers. They say, I went into a world of COVID, but before I left the world, there was no one with COVID. They were all discharged and the nurses go back to work. That's the God you save. He's a mighty God. He did not give you spirit of fear. Rise child of God. He never gave us spirit of fear. He did not give us fear. We are the instruments that he needs to use. He needs your mouth. He cannot do it by himself. He needs your hands. He needs your legs to walk towards the hopeless. To feed the sick out there. It's our responsibility partnering with God during these difficult times in the wilderness. We need a testimony at the end of it all. You need a testimony at the end of it all. How your wilderness experience was like. You need your own personal experience at the end of the day. After this wilderness experience. The Bible says these two shall come to pass. These two shall come to pass. Isaiah 3.10 says, Say to the righteousness, It shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. He declares the Lord. It shall be well with you. God fights on behalf of his people. He fights. Hallelujah. Exodus 14, 19. The angel of God withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them. Even when the Israelites were facing this cruel attacks, they were followed by the Egyptians. Their enemies who were surrounding them were coming, but God was faithful. The Bible says he made the distinction. God is going to make a distinction. God is ready to make a distinction between his children and those who are not. The Lord God is raising his security all around the church. We got security. We don't just move around. We got security. Psalm 91. He says he will give charge to his angels. Come on somebody. He said he's going to give what? Charge to his angels to keep us in all our ways. When things get tough, when the going gets tough, the angels will bear us up in their hands. Yeah. 
lest we dash our foot against the stone. You need to trust in the wilderness. He will carry you sometimes on his shoulder when everything seems to be bleak, like there is no light at the end of the tunnel. Remember, he's carrying you on the shoulder. A good shepherd. He is a good shepherd. Jesus, he is a good shepherd. He will not dump you. He will not leave you. He will not leave you. He will be with you. You will go through the fire. He will be with you. You will go through the waters. He will be with you. He has promised you. I will not leave you alone. He has promised you. I will be with you. Wherever you go. I will be with you. He is our defense. Ay, 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 ay. Hallelujah. Exodus 17 on verse 15. He became the Lord our banner. After a battle with the Amalekites, God gave him his, gave his people victory. The Bible says in that place on verse 15, Moses built an altar and he called it, The Lord is my banner. You are going to testify, child of God. You will testify, child of God. God is not ready to share his glory with men. <laughs> you are not going to say it's the vaccine that protected you. Yahweh is going to protect you. <laughs> Yahweh, Yahweh is going to give you victory. Yahweh, Yahweh is going to give you victory. Hallelujah. In my closing this morning, I want to lift your spirit. He himself will fight for us and guard us. That's how much he loves us. Desire to set his protection all over your house, your family, your siblings, your cousins, your aunts. Desire, desire to make sure the protection of God is over them. When you woke up in the morning, speak the blood. Cover yourself from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Take cover in the blood. Hide in the blood. Don't walk naked. Cover yourself. It's not by mighty sweetheart. It's not by power, but by your spirit. He will provide way out. In my closing, I want to say you provide way out. He is a God of provision. We saw in 16.4, we saw the Lord, Exodus 16.4, the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. He rained food for his children. He did provide for his people. Fear not. They were hungry. God sent them manna. They were thirsty. God sent them water from a rock. Every day a miracle was right before them. They just had to pick manna and they would leave. Over and over again, God provided their needs. You have been going through a lot in your life. Look back. It is a time to look back and say, what has he done? It is a time not to murmur or complain. 
You need to look back what did he do in the past? That accident should have killed you, but he protected you from that accident. You remember when you went without, he brought you a new scholarship. Remember in this nation, a foreign nation, where you are a stranger, what has he done for you? You are not on the streets. Come on, give him praise. You need to look back how he has walked with you this journey to where you are today so that you can know when you go to the, those who need help that you have a personal testimony. If he did it for me, he can do it for you, my sister and my brother. The same God. The same God. The same God. Who did it for me? He will do it for you. You were in hospital, you made it. You went through the op. The surgery was successful. When the doctor said you cannot live, today you've got 10 years after that promise. He has seen you through. You got a testimony. You need to look where he has come with from where he has took your hand, walked with you. In this wilderness, you are not alone. You are not alone. He will go before you. He will make the crooked places straight. He will smoothen the rough places. Yahweh is his name. Hallelujah. He is a God of provision. That's why he calls him Jehovah Jireh. God hates people who complain. People who murmur and grumble. He wants you to be grateful. Be thankful for what he has done. Be thankful for where he has taken you from. Be thankful for what, where you are right now. Be thankful for where he's taking you from here. Trust in the Lord. Put your trust in the Lord. Put your trust in the Lord. Put your confidence in the Lord. When you go before him, the Bible says this is the confidence that we have in him. That we are when we ask according to his will. He hears us. He hears us. He hears us. He hears us. I want you to stand up this afternoon. I want you to look deep inside of you. I want you to believe God is a God of mercy. He did not bring us from Africa to destroy us in America. No. We refuse in Jesus' mighty name. We are missionaries here. We refuse in the name of Jesus. We are to fulfill the mission he has assigned us to do here. Each and every one of you, it doesn't matter you're an international student. You got an assignment. How many people who didn't get the same visa you got? You got an assignment. You got to carry it with confidence. You got to put your trust in Yahweh. You got to have faith in this God. He has closed with you on seas. The plane did not drop in the ocean on your way to America. You are here. You did not come to die. You can make it in Jesus' name. Put your trust in God. Put your trust in him. Stop on faith. Stand in him. I want you to open your voice. Speak to him right now. Say, Papa, I'm here. You brought me in this nation. You got an assignment for me. Before I fulfill my purpose. 
before the assignment is over. You will protect me in this COVID. You will protect my family back home. You will allow me to carry the word to nations. I will fulfill my assignment before you call me home. We thank you for your protection, O oh God. We thank you for your protection, O oh God. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Your name is Yahweh. You will defend us, O oh God. You will cover us, O oh God. Your hand is upon us. We are not afraid. When the enemy comes in like a flood, you raise a standard against him. We are all protected, O oh God. You are the mighty warrior. Your name is Jehovah Gibeah. You are a man of war. You are Jehovah our keeper. You are Jehovah our defender. In you we have refuge. In you we are not afraid. You did not give us the spirit of fear. You say in your word, fear not. I am with you. Fear not. I will help you. Fear not. I will strengthen you. Fear not. I will uphold you with the right hand of my own righteousness. Shikaraba Sandaya. Shiketerebo Siandaya. Remenderebo Koshimahaya. Remenderia Katariandarabosa. Relava Handaria Bacasanda. Mure and Aramacaria Rebosa. Rialaraba Sandariabaha. We thank you, Yahweh. You thank you, Yahweh. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O God. Glory to your name, O God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In my closing, I'm going to invite Pastor Tim. I'm going to invite him to come and pray. Thanking God for the protection. Thanking God for his hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. Pray, men of God. Father, today, we thank you for your word, O oh God. Your word is established in heaven. Your word, O oh God, created all of the earth and the universe. Your word, O oh God, came and brought salvation in Jesus Christ. Your word, O oh God, has been declared this morning in this place.
And it is your word, O oh God, that will bring life, that will renew, that will inspire, that will encourage us this morning. It's your word, O oh God. You are your word. And you are not a man that you should lie. For you cannot lie. You have given the promise to Abraham. And you said, I will establish it. And he made a covenant. And he said, God promised. And he promised by himself. Because there is no word higher than his word. And he established the covenant and he said this, I will make of you a great nation and from you all the nations of the earth will be blessed. In Romans chapter 4, I was reading it down here this morning, it says this, it says that God promised the world to Abraham. Do you know that? The world was promised to Abraham. A man who had no child. A man who had a wife who could not give him a child. God gave him a promise and said, I will make of you a great nation. Folks, we can't look at ourselves. You can't look at yourself. If you look at yourself, you'll get depressed. If you look at your circumstance, you'll get depressed. If you look at your bank account, believe me, you'll get depressed. Stop looking at the wrong places. Look to God. He says, I will make of you a great nation. And through you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. He didn't say might be blessed. He said will be blessed. Here's the question. Who's, who's it on? Is it on God or is it on me? It's on him. He's the one that said it. He said, I will bless you and make you a blessing. I just, sister, I couldn't agree more. God did not bring you here to drop you off. God did not bring you here to leave you. He didn't bring you here so that you would crash. He brought you here because this nation needs you. Listen, there was a season when America blessed the world. Now it's the season that the world begins to bless America again. We need your voice. We need your faith. We need people who have been tried in the wilderness and who said, you know what, he brought me through and he's not going to drop me off. I am a nation blesser. In me are nations yet to be born. I see here this morning people with assignments. Don't look at yourself and say, I'm just a poor little person, a poor little African person. Don't say that. You're, you're, you're a child of the living God. You, you are a descendant of Abraham this morning. He believes in you. God believes in you. All of the people in Scripture that he used were just these little people. 
Until what? They just said, God, I trust you. You've said it. And I know you're going to do it. I can't do it. I can't slay giants. I can't kill bears. But you know what? He can. Listen. The rock hit Goliath's head. Because what? God guided it to hit the giant and take the giant out. What was important was David showed up on the battlefield. And David had the courage to say, that heathen is not going to mock my God. you got to show up. Father, I bless this group. May they run to the battlefield today. May they speak to people and say, this is my God. And if I die, I die. Like the sister said, he is my God. I don't care what you think of me. He is my God. And if I die, I die. And I proclaim now a release of blessing over this congregation. That, Father, they would begin to see shifts now in Jesus' name. That as children of Abraham, they would begin to see nations come to them. That the nations that are here would be drawn to them. And they would begin to influence nations in other places. In the mighty name of Jesus, they are also the heirs of nations. You promised it to Abraham, and you're delivering it through the children. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.